0: Welcome, welcome, everyone. I am so excited to have our guest here today. And I am not even going to try to pronounce her name because I know that I will totally botch it. So, we have KK with us today. And KK, I have known her in a group that I'm in, and she is just a phenomenal person. And I'm so excited to have her on the show today. So, KK is a transformational coach, she has a podcast, and she is an author. And she also helps entrepreneurs and working moms have positive mindset, gain clarity in their business and attain great energy levels, improving the quality of their sleep and help them to eat healthy and helping you to adapt to the changes in an easy way so that it can become a lifestyle rather than a struggle. So, I'm so excited to talk to you with her because she has actually been in the health and wellness industry for over nine years. And so, she has a lot of experience in this field. And I know that, KK, you have dealt with some stress in your life. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. What was the stress that was going on in your life? And first of all, tell us your real name. I'm going (laughs) to let you pronounce that. And then we'll get into the
1: conversation about the stress. Absolutely. Hi, Donna. Thank you for having me. My name in Indian version is pronounced that Kajal Kurana, But uh, I've traveled across the globe a bit. So I know it's difficult for people to pronounce it. And I have almost 10 versions, Kajal, Kajal. Khyal. So I thought KK is easy for my international friends. Kajal is the them. Indian version, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, tell us a little bit.
0: Where did where did your story begin with your stress?
1: See, uh, we all experience stress every now and then, right? And we think it's easy, we can handle it, and it's become the part and parcel of our life. But uh, my actual, like, stress, or I would say heavy stress, <laughs> Uh, started when I was pregnant first time uh, with our first daughter and uh, I my pregnancy was very complicated. I mean, from day one, I was like bleeding and throwing up and everybody said, oh, in the beginning, it's like that, you know, first 12 weeks are always like that. I was like, okay, but it never settled down. I had one thing after the other. After 12 weeks, I had high fever and doctors wouldn't give me antibiotics and My fever was not coming down, so they had to admit me in the hospital. Then they tried to give me some antibiotics, and that reacted, and my liver bile acid got increased, and then I went into some other kind of problem. So my whole pregnancy was very complicated. And by the time I reached week 24, doctors told me, you know, looking at your condition, we don't think you will have a full-term baby. And I was like, oh my God, (laughs) that caused a lot of stress, a lot of stress. Already, I was going through a lot of hormonal changes. I'm sure females who are listening to this podcast and if they're mothers already, they know that we have a lot of hormonal changes when we are pregnant. So I couldn't cope up with that news. And my water broke when I was 28 weeks. So my first baby was born premature. Only weighing 900 grams, which is less than two pounds, oh. I have goosebumps when I'm saying this. Oh. I don't <laughs> have ever like like experienced yeah.
0: <laughs> someone that had a baby that
1: tiny. Yeah, she was only less than two pounds uh, and less than 900 grams, I would say, and she was born in 28 weeks, and that didn't end there. You know, the stress levels were going higher because. Doctors were calling my husband for counseling, saying, "Oh, the baby's so tiny; she might not have her lungs developed, her heart, her eyes, her brain." And we were like praying so hard mm-hmm. that we hope that she stays healthy. Then I had to—I was discharged from hospital after three days after my C-section, but I had to leave my daughter in the hospital in an ICU for sixty days. Oh my! God. I had sleepless nights. I would cry. I would visit her twice daily, like morning and evening, so I could be peaceful. And my husband didn't have any job then. We were financially broke, physically and mentally and emotionally. We were going through so much. We had to take so much loan to pay hospital bills. And, you know, thankfully, my family supported us, like my brother and my mom and everyone. And we came out of it. And when my daughter was only four months, My husband got an offer from Singapore. He got a job offer and we immediately grabbed it, you know. And then we came here when she was six months. I went through a lot of stress, you know, and then I announced to the whole world saying, I am not going to have another baby (laughs) because (laughs) I'm done with it. The experience I had was like really very traumatic. But then after one year, I started having an urge to have another baby. Something inside me was telling me, to get pregnant again. It was fearful, of course, because I wasn't ready. But my intuitions were like pushing me very hard. And then I discussed this with my husband and he was shocked. He was like, are you serious? Or are you crazy? He was like, do you know, our girl is only one year. And do you know what you've gone through? Just like a few months back. I was like, yeah, but I have this, you know, inner voice telling me. He said, no. He said, he's oh. afraid away said, no, he said, no, we are not having another baby because we were still in debts. You see, we came to Singapore, but we had so many debts back home and we opened our studio. We had to close down our studio in six months. So we had no business. We had no job. We had debts. I was like, okay. Then I convinced him and I got pregnant for the second time. And <laughs> now, how long from the
0: first baby to the second, how, like, what span of a gap is that?
1: My first one was only 18 months when I got okay. pregnant second time, very short. Wow, wow,
0: so here you are. Okay, so tell us, did you have trouble with a second pregnancy or not?
1: Yeah, so in the beginning when I went to the hospital, like uh, we were in Singapore, the gynecologist, because when you go to the hospital, you have to fill up the form and they want to know the history about mm-hmm. your first pregnancy, what happened, what went wrong. You had a preterm and you know, you had this C-section. So I I wrote everything in the form. And when the doctor was talking to me, she said, you know what? If your first is preterm, your second is also going to be preterm. And I'm like, really? I don't take this. I'm a very positive person, right? And I don't give up easily. So I came back home. I said, you know, I told my husband, I don't want to see this doctor. She's very negative. Let's do some research and find another gynecologist. So for next few weeks, I didn't visit any hospital, any doctors. We were talking to friends. We were doing some research until I was satisfied to go to a gynecologist. So we found one and we did the same formality, same procedure. I went in, I saw the doctor, nothing. And she was like, okay, you are good. You're 14 weeks pregnant now and you're good. And I was like waiting for her to tell me something. Right? Yeah. I was like, she she asked me, do you want to ask something? I said, yeah, if you don't mind. Is it true that if I had my first baby preterm, premature, the second one will also be the same. She said no. And I was like, Oh my God. This is like yes. <laughs> <laughs> But she did tell me to take precautions. She said, uh-huh. because it was so complicated, I wouldn't advise you to travel. I wouldn't advise you to carry any weights, even don't carry your baby. And also no stress. Mm. No stress. So I That's was so like, fun. okay, so I did take care of my body and my mind during my second pregnancy, but towards the end. I started having the same symptoms after week 32. So my second baby was born in week 37. Um, Not as early as the first one, I would say. 37 to 40, I think they say is full term. So that's actually pretty good. That's awesome. Yeah, but I still had the same itchiness all over my body. So I had to go in one morning and I told the doctor, you know what, I can't take it. I had sleepless nights for 10 weeks now and I'm itching everywhere. Again, the same thing, the bile acid was increased because I knew the history of my pregnancy. But in Singapore, there was no medication for bile acid control. So I was going through a lot, even my second pregnancy. So I told the doctor, you know what, just operate me. I just want my baby to be safe. And that's it. I have two girls now, and it's been seven years. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. So they're both girls. Yes. That's wonderful.
0: So, now did you say you had a C section the second time too? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So,
1: I was planning to have a normal birth, like mm-hmm. natural birth, but I couldn't wait with my condition.
0: Mm, you were afraid it was not going to, she, she, yes, wouldn't, it wouldn't turn out right. Got it. Yeah.
1: We went through a lot of stress, I said, financially, emotionally, physically, mentally. So, I know how bad it is to go through all these and what damage it can cause you internally and externally. And I've learned the tricks how to manage. (laughs) So what kind of internal like damage
0: and talk to us a little bit about that, like some of the stress that's going on. And, you know, there's so many people that are probably listening to this. They've had stress, they know what it feels like, but maybe they don't understand the effects of it.
1: So our body has this autonomic nervous system, right? And um, there are two things, parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system, which is balancing everything. When you're happy, when you feel loved, when you're relaxed, when you're calm, your parasympathetic nervous system is active. Mm -hmm. But when you're anxious, you're angry, you're sad, uh, your sympathetic nervous system is active. And most of the people these days are... Their sympathetic nervous system is active most of the time because people have forgotten to relax, Mm -hmm. feel calm, you know, or have that feeling of being loved. So unknowingly, sympathetic nervous system is active all the time. That means your body is always in fight or flight mode. It's good to be in fight or flight mode. If you see a tiger in front of you, you need to run. So sympathetic nervous system being active when it's needed is good. If you have a fire in the room, you need to take action. You need to run. That's where you need sympathetic nervous system to be active. Mm -hmm. But if your sympathetic nervous system is active without any reason, so that's the fear body is going through. You're not fighting it well that causes damage to your internal organ, your brain. There is lack of blood circulation. There's lack of oxygen in your body that leads to multiple physical and mental ailments like high blood pressure, diabetes, asthma, anxiety, depression. So all these are like byproducts of stressing. Right, so if you're in that mode,
0: that fight or flight mode all the time, When you have a situation that that comes up that really does, you know, you need to respond to, does that stop that? Because you're in it all the time or no. So you still respond to it. Okay. But we respond to
1: everything these days in a flight or fight mode, which is
0: not good, which is not
1: good. So that's why people emphasize so much on exercise, right? Because when you exercise, your body is, you know, coming out of that body feels that you're doing something. And after exercise, your brain suddenly tries to relax mm-hmm. because you have dealt with that flight or fight moment, you know, that's
0: research- meditation, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And research is also stating that, you know, 70 to 90 percent of the hospital visits these days are due to stress, which is quite high. 70 to 90 percent. That's
0: crazy. 70, 90%. So that leads me to what did you do? So what was the one thing that you can see that you actually did that made the biggest difference for you through that stressful time that you
1: had that helped? I learned that. See, I was already a yoga therapist before I went through all these things. I am a Reiki healer. And um, I learned that, and a lot of people ask me, "Hey, you are into yoga and you are into Reiki. Then why did this happen to you?" I was like, "Well, doctors also get sick, right? (laughs) You can't say if you're a doctor you should not fall sick." So that's a myth. I think because I was into yoga and meditation and Reiki healing, I was able to fight it better and in a stronger way. But one thing which really helped me was uh, taking care of myself. I knew if I have the right mindset, mm-hmm. if I change my negative thoughts to positive or neutral thoughts, I can deal with the situation in a better way. So I worked on, my, on training my mind every single day. That so what, what
0: were some of the, how was it that you trained your mind? Did you actually catch yourself in those moments of in
1: that negative thought process and then try to switch it to the positive? Yes, yes. like for example, our daughter was in the hospital, right? She was in neonatal, and I was at home, so I was worried and I was uh, having negative thoughts because she was having oxygen pipe and you know all the medication. So that image itself in my head was not very pleasing, and that would give me negative thoughts. So then I would talk to my own self as if I'm talking to my friend. Listen, it's not as bad. Your energies are affecting your girl. So whatever you want to send. you know her you have to produce that only when you have that you will be able to give it so I would you know think that she's healthy and uh, there are you know positive energies around her there's universals protecting her there are angels around her and I could see her smile and play and be bubbly and you know so changing my negative and fearful thoughts to pleasant and neutral ones
0: Uh, in that moment. absolutely love that. So (laughs) I really love that you actually talk to yourself because sometimes we do, it's almost like interrupting our pattern, isn't it? To just say, look, stop, stop saying those things and shift it. So Mm -hmm. I really love that. I think that's such a great way. And then to visualize kind of things in a positive way. Like seeing your daughter being happy and angels around her and all of that, I just I really really love that. That's beautiful Mm -hmm. and such a great way for somebody that's going through some stressful situations to use that. So thank you, thank you for allowing us to 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 see. I would always, I
1: would always, and I would always say this as well. uh, The situations could be different. My situation was different compared to someone else. You could be stressed out because of your work. You could be stressed out because of your relationship. Whatever it is, remember that you can be your best friend or your worst enemy. So true. True If you know how to handle it internally, external things can be controlled. Yeah,
0: beautiful. Thank you. Well said. So tell me a little bit about, you are a new author and a best-selling author on Amazon. So tell us about your book. We want
1: to hear more about that. Yeah, so I recently launched the book. I don't know if you're going to release a video version of this or not. So it's called Why Me First, the title of the book. It revolves around my story a bit in the beginning, which I just shared with you. And then it talks about mindset how important mind is in our body. We don't see it, but it's infinite and it can make wonders happen in our life. I talk about taking care of the body and you know, doing the right thing, not falling, the, uh, not falling into the trap of fitness and uh, food industry and not trying to be in the rat race of what your friends are doing. Mm-hmm. Always ask yourself what is right for you, me first in every aspects of your life, your business, your relationships, your health put yourself on priority self care self love and then you can achieve any success you want in your life right
0: right so so obviously they can get this book on amazon is that right
1: yes there's ebook and there's a paperback both the version and there is a free gift inside the book for everyone oh awesome awesome so there's a nice
0: freebie if they do pick up the book on amazon so that sounds really really cool so um how else could they get a hold of you? Like if they wanted more information about you, do you have like, you have, um, any programs or any kind of like Facebook groups that they can get a hold of you that way too? Or sometimes people like to connect to their authors a little bit.
1: So okay. I don't know if there's something that you might offer there. Yes, inside the book also, I have given a website where they can connect to me if they want oh, to awesome. so there's a website. And Yes, and also I'm active on Facebook. I have a Facebook group, uh, which is uh, about stress again, reconnect, recharge and renew. I'm active on LinkedIn and I have a website called BodyMindSolution.com. BodyMindSolution.com. I love it. I love it.
0: Well, KK, I just appreciate you and you guys, I have known KK in a group that I'm in and she's just got such an, an amazing energy. I I love just, you can just tell people that have that kind of calming energy and you really do. And I really <laughs> appreciate that about you. And I can tell that you definitely live what you preach. So Thank for you doing all of those things. So I really, really appreciate that about you. And so if you guys are looking to know more about her, uh, definitely check out her book on Amazon. And one more time, say the, the cover name. Why Me First. Why, Why Me First. So definitely check that out. And KK, thank you again for sharing with our guests about the struggles that you went through and being able to give us a great, awesome tip that they can use. So I really appreciate Thank that.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: Thank you. This is Donna Gammon and this is Power to Grow. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please leave a review now and I will give you a free download of my blessed morning. This is something that is worth so much. It's what I use to get past my past, if you know what I mean. Until our next show, thank you again for joining us. This is Donna Gammon, and this is Power to Grow.